gap, standing for Jesus. Standing in the gap for family and friends. Standing in the gap, one love for all, so we all can make it in. Something I call, um, well, this is slavery we're talking about. Something I call gap news. Gap news. Stand in the gap news. To bring us up to today, and things that are happening today, and 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 it, this one is related to slavery and the impact. And you say, why are you why are you focusing on slavery so much? Slavery is so important in the history of this country, and definitely in the history of African Americans. And some would have you, well, let's just move on from slavery and all that, which would be okay if 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 the effects of slavery weren't still ruminating, weren't still affecting us, and the horrible history of slavery. I mean, it's hard for me to say move on when uh, people's lives have been destroyed, when people's uh, future has been destroyed, when uh, when when people's hope has been destroyed, and 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 people want to keep you moving in that direction. Slavery is 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 still of major importance here today. We can't just forget about it. We can't just move on. And and uh, there are people um, in um, in the Congress and in the states and in the local local local, um, local jurisdiction who are trying to somehow address the continuing effects of slavery with reparations, reparations, and the, and and the, and the story of reparations or the history of reparations for African Americans has been brought up year after year after year after year, and the country doesn't want to deal with it. They didn't want to deal with slavery when the Constitution was um, was written. They uh, ended up fighting a civil war over it and still didn't didn't deal with the uh, slavery and the racism and all that, and we're still dealing with, with that today. How does this country address? slavery and the effects of slavery. Are we just supposed to say, let's just forget about it and move on when we don't even have an equal uh, playing field? Is that what we want to do? Well, some some will, are wanting you to do that. And so I wanted to um, introduce this video that kind of puts in, in perspective what's happening in the, in, the, uh, in the world of reparations and how how we should be dealing with it. what you for what purpose does the gentlewoman from Texas seek recognition? Without objection, the gentlewoman is recognized for one minute. Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker. It's been 38 years, and I rise uh, with enthusiasm on introducing H.R. 40, the Commission to Study Reparation Proposals for African Americans Act. I'm pleased to reintroduce it and to acknowledge to my friends and colleagues that it was first introduced in 1989 after the implementation of the American Civil Liberties Act that provided compensation to Japanese Americans. But H.R. 40 does not focus on all of that only. It focuses on the study of slavery and the understanding of what would be the next steps to end the vast disparities in the African American community even today in 2023. 
And so this introduction allows for a study, uh, an analysis, and action. I'm pleased of the uh, more than 350 organizations, CEOs, scholars, state and local officials, members of Congress who have been supportive of understanding the era of slavery in this country. The 13th Amendment may have ended slavery, but the disparities exist. Let us pass H.R. 40, the Commission to Study Slavery and Develop Reparation Proposals. I yield back. All right. Reparations on the floor of the of Congress. A bill introduced. And the first thing I want to do, they want to do is determine, you know, the, uh, the scope of reparation. They have to, is there a need for reparations? And the whole point of the reparations, of course, is to, we need to level the playing field, you know. And, you know, they talk about maybe we just give money, you know, and then move on from, don't have to worry about this deal with slavery anymore and all that. And some people say, no, that's not enough. You have to do, um, other things, but the whole purpose of it is to address the original sin, America's original sin that they could have addressed when they drafted this Constitution, or that they thought they were resolving when they had the Civil War, and then all the all the civil rights movements to try to try to move it to a level uh, playing field, and we're not there yet. And so reparations. What was, what was that? Sheila Jackson, maybe. Um, uh, representative, she's a cal uh, she's a representative from Texas. From Texas, who uh -huh. brought this to the floor? Mm -hmm. It's been brought to the floor. She indicated since 1989. So the question is, how do we, how does America deal with this original sin of, of slavery and 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 the thumb and foot that they put on uh, uh, African Americans ever since to hold them back so they can't enjoy the benefits of, of this great country and all that. Or they have to really, really, really scuffle just to just to survive. Well, you know, one thing I want to say, and I'm not sure if this is the correct time to talk about it, but at the same time that we're talking about reparations and trying to level the playing field and trying to give people, you know, truly equal access to that that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, there are people who are saying we we don't even want to teach. The real history. We want to whitewash it. We don't want our little white kids to feel bad that, you know, somebody in their past held slaves and mistreated human beings and, and, and treated them as chattel um, and beat them and hung them and lynched them and uh, excluded them from having uh, their equal rights. I'm, I'm so appalled about this uh, DeSantis eliminating the African-American AP course for, for Floridians. I think that's terrible. So I said what I want to say. Yeah, it's, it's the kind of uh, subject that really brings the passion out in people. And understand, you have you have uh, black people who say there's a need for reparations. You have black people who say there's no need for reparations. Let's just move on and all that kind of thing. So it's not like 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 everybody's 100% behind it. Um, but it has been introduced in the House. But also, let's take a deeper dive. It's also, I mean, it, it's introduced at the federal level, but it's also been introduced at the state level. Hmm. If uh, Even this week in, um, in the news, you may have seen that California is debating 
reparations and how, what they're going to do with reparations. And they have some ideas and all that. And they have a committee that is coming down and, and, and producing reports and things like that. And everybody's up in arms about, about uh, what the committee report says because one of the things that the committee report says that for eligible people, and, and you have to be eligible because remember, um, every person in California may not have um, uh, been in California when, when uh, they were subjected to all this racism and discrimination and all that. So they're trying to narrow it down uh, to those who are eligible. And um, the, uh, one, um, one, one of the main things that you'll see when you look in there and people are all upset about is that one of the recommendations is that we should give $5 million to every eligible eligible person. And of course, there are conditions of why you're eligible. So that's California. The local level, at the local level, there has actually been a, uh, well, since we're out in California, local level is uh, San Francisco. They have a commission. They are looking at what they should do. And one of their recommendations, too, was $5 million. Although they said, if we do that, then that'll bankrupt the city. <laughs> yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. They bankrupt people's lives for over 200 years. But in any event, uh, San Francisco's looking into that. Now, I can't tell you and say that they're going to, these are committee recommendations and all that. I can't tell you that those are going to be adopted or anything like that. But what it does is, when they say things like uh, $5 million for every person, what it does, it, it, it emphasizes the, the seriousness of this issue and the seriousness of the damage that has been uh, wrought upon people and all that. And so when you say $5 million, then you say, ooh, 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 was that that serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, it was that serious. It was that serious. It's even more than that. Oh, yeah. And and when you think about all the generations that suffered, and I mean, I don't know that I deserve to get the money or any other kind of reparation per se for all the suffering of my parents and my grandparents and all of my forebears for generations. I mean, from what I can see in my genealogy, I wouldn't be here if a slave two slaves, at least two slaves, hadn't been brought over here from Africa. I would not be in America. So my whole lineage says slavery, 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 slavery. Then Jim Crow, Jim Crow, Jim Crow, Jim Crow, Jim Crow. Then segregation, segregation. Then uh, de facto segregation. De facto. It's never been fair. It's never been equal. And, you know, I'm, I thank God that, that I'm doing okay. We're doing okay. But we have had to scramble and scrape and rake and never have had an equal chance. Well put. <laughs> I say, like I said, this is this is It a does passionate. make you feel passionate. <laughs> it is a passionate. Now, we have to understand oh, oh, I did want to say that there has been a community that has implemented reparations for African Americans. Evanston, Illinois. Yes, they did. They did. And I think it was like 25000 or something like that. And um, so there is an example out there. And this issue is not going to go away, no. okay? Because so long as there's not a, a level playing field, and people say, well, 
I'll give people a whole bunch of money and all that. And, and you know, and, and I think that could be a part of it, but it could also be a part of it to, to uh, level the playing field is like a free four-year college education. Which they did. Remember we watched that movie, Rosewood. We were talking about Rosewood, and then and thank you for sharing with We were able to watch that movie. And uh, they actually have, in Florida, instituted reparations that any of the descendants from that horrific event can get a four-year scholarship to any state school in Florida. I think that's a great idea. That's but you know idea. that uh, $25,000 that Evanston gave, that's a down payment on a house. It, yeah, I mean, you can't just turn your nose up at $25,000. But I just hope it, whoever gets $25,000 does well with it and doesn't, yeah, doesn't just waste it. Pay some because, tuition or put a down payment on a house. Understand, once they pay you the $25,000, they don't want to hear anything else about slavery about you. <laughs> this is your hush money, huh? That's right. You got it. Move on. So understand that um, um, this, well, another way to level the playing field would be to uh, provide uh, loans, you know, ability to get loans because of the uh, uh, redlining that had occurred and all that kind of thing, housing loans and, and that uh, business loan. That kind of, and start to level that playing field. Now, some people understand don't want to level playing field. <laughs> they don't want that. So that's why you have to fight. Now, whew, here we are. That this is in the news today, uh, and it's 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 not the only issue out there, but it is one that is uh, there for us today. And I just want to bring everybody up speed on where we're at. So one more. Okay. Affirmative action Affirmative in college action. admissions. They want to erase that. Now how in the world can you say it's not okay to have affirmative action in college admissions when we know that black kids in inner city schools are not getting an equal education. They're not getting equal anything. Um, and the only way that the colleges can try to give them a leg up is to count. You know, we, we, we want to have diversity. Plus, the whole idea of the value of diversity in any institution, and, and they got that before the Supreme Court right now, that, you know, we don't, we don't want to allow that. Yeah, yeah. Now, understand that uh, uh, we have to... First and, and, you know, this is a great topic that we're in because we're about to go into Black History Month, right? We just came off of the Martin Luther King holiday. And uh, the reason you have a Martin Luther King holiday and the reason you have Black History is because of the effect of slavery and, and the outgrowth of slavery on, on, on our community. So here's, here's the question before we jump off the reparations is that do we do something to address the legacy of slavery or do we uh, 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 and, and do we do nothing to level the playing field because if we do nothing then your children your grandchildren your great grandchildren are still going to be suffering under this uh, legacy of slavery at some point in time this country has to address this as they didn't address it in the constitution as they didn't fully address it in the Civil War, as they have not fully addressed it 
as they throw out a little bone every now and then with some civil rights, and you have to fight like heck to even get those little bones, and they just want you to move on. It's, it's not going to happen. And until they address it, it's going to be a problem for this country. Now, overlay that. Micah 6 8. What, is, what about that? Uh, uh, the situation right now is justice. What about the situation right now is mercy? And what about the situation is a country walking humbly with its God? Hmm. Keep that in mind. That's what overlays this entire discussion. Now, I know this is Constitution versus the Bible. This is Christian education and all that. But in order for us to understand what we're talking about, we have to understand the truth. The truth. So, um, and I, I don't know, everybody says, well, I know about slavery. I know everything about slavery. There's nothing you can tell me about slavery that I don't know. Well, <laughs> let's talk about some things about slavery. We need to implement first. Let's get a good understanding of slavery. And I'm not talking about just slavery uh, in America because slavery has been around for as long, almost as long as people have been around. And um, and and we're going to get into how the Bible addresses the slavery. But first, 